Welcome to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast, ClearCast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates in our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Keller, and today I have the pleasure of inviting Jen Magerer on the line today. She has a background as a background investigator, and she also has a background in facilitating partnerships with organizations like SOCOM and Luke Swings, which we will get into. But more recently, she is the newest member of the Clearance Jobs editorial team, and she is managing the partnerships that Clearance Jobs stakeholders manage. And so within this industry, I feel like recruiters, candidates, and then organizations themselves really need to leverage partnerships to position themselves to being successful in national security. So this is going to be a great episode. But first, Jen, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. And you know, I'm so excited that you're on the team. Your organization, I have seen in the short time that you're on the team. So I'm so happy that you're here. But I thought that we could first talk a little bit about your background in facilitating partnerships, and then, which is going to be really interesting to our audience, your experience as a background investigator. Absolutely. Well, I graduated from college in 2003, and so, you know, the wars were kicking off, and I come from a military family, and I really wanted to be able to support national security. I was a criminal justice major at University of Maryland, and the natural inclination was, you know, to work for the government, and it just sort of fell in my lap to become a background investigator. And one of the things that you are taught when you are doing this job, you are taught that you need to build instant rapport with people because you are going to be asking very intrusive questions about where they live, what they do, how they spend their free time. And you need to be able to do that and get those questions answered very quickly. At the same time, you are discouraged from building any real connection with the subjects and sources of your investigation. So it's a very, very strange sort of dichotomous relationship that you're supposed to build with the sources and subjects of your investigations. And you have to do it quickly. I came out of college, fresh to the the job, and I learned some skills very quickly. And so I thought, you know, it might be very important to share those because I think that they can be translated over any career, any industry, but especially national security as it stands. So, you know, when you are building instant rapport with someone, I specifically was working in the Washington, D.C. area at the time. People are working on tight schedules. You know, they don't have a lot of time to give you in the first place. And so how does one do that when you are trying to build a working relationship with someone? Maybe the term of that investigation might last a week. Maybe you're working to get sources or records from somebody. And that relationship may last several years as whatever the term of your employment is with, you know, being a background investigator. And so you're working to make that a mutually beneficial relationship. Um, you don't want someone to feel like, hey, I'm, I'm connecting with you and I need this record or I need whatever this thing might be. And that's the end of it. And I don't really care about you as a person. So I applied the skills that I learned 
as a background investigator through all of the careers that I've had since then. And so I went from being a background investigator to then being a program manager at Luke's Wings. And that organization is wonderful and provides flights for wounded warrior families while the wounded warrior is recovering at a military medical center, as well as for veterans who are terminally ill and maybe in hospice care. So reuniting those families, which again, that's also very, can be very sensitive. You are maybe also asking intrusive questions, right? Building rapport very quickly could be a very quick turn flight and you need to get information fast, right? And so what are the skills that you can apply to that job or that relationship that translate time and time again? So went from Luke's Wings to then I went to the Special Operations Command. People there are also working on very tight schedules and sensitive information. And whatever job you have in a command like SOCOM or any of the others, or the military in general, people in general, I think, just want to feel like, one, that you're listening to them. You know, mindful listening is a tool that I try to practice. Tune into what the person is saying. Find ways to connect with what they're saying. You know, eye contact, nodding, just really trying to engage. And maybe it's difficult. Maybe you have something you want to say or jump in with a point that you want to make. And maybe the natural inclination is to interrupt just because you're excited. You know, you, you just can't wait for them to finish their, their sentence so you can interject your thought. But that sort of in, inadvertently signals to the other person that their input isn't valued. And so for me, mindful listening was a tactic that I sort of employed time, time again from 2003, becoming a background investigator to today. Eye contact, smiling. This can really help break the ice when you're in person. Virtually, it's a little bit harder. Trying to remember people's names if you're on the phone with them and maybe something personal about them. That can really help to establish that relationship. And for me, I understand and I have learned over the years that building the the, the foundation of the relationship is is critical to building the partnership. I think that partnerships really thrive when both parties understand that, hey, I provide a service or an asset that is different but complementary to something that you do. And together, we can impact a larger audience and, and really understanding that it's mutually beneficial. Sure. And I feel like even our recruiter audience could uh, replicate some of those skill sets in effective listening to better reach candidates. That's something that I certainly take away from, you know, having conversations with people and making sure that it's a balanced conversation and really building that meaningful connection. And so partnerships, like I said, they they can really help you to be successful in this industry. And like you said, having complementary assets helps you to reach a larger audience. And so let's talk about or highlight some of Clearance Jobs' important partners that help to help to elevate our our mission of helping cleared personnel gain employment and then of course our partners staff their programs. So let's highlight some of the Clearance Jobs partners. Sure. I think although I'm new to Clearance Jobs, I'm not new to Clearance Jobs, you know. So Clearance Jobs has been 
an industry leader for as long as I can remember. Having gotten my first clearance in 2003, I've heard that name consistently. And that, I think, speaks volumes to the company and their brand. The partnership aspect that I am learning about now that I'm internal to the organization is incredible. I think, you know, Lindy Kaiser, our director of content, she does a phenomenal job at establishing relationships and doing it very naturally, understanding that being authentic and genuine and offering something in return to, you know, partners like INSA and National Security Institute. We share content with Early Bird Brief and GovExec, Federal News Network, Soldier for Life, Hiring Our Heroes, you know, part of several military-centric job fairs and events across the country, really just trying to understand how we can better fit with the missions and purviews of organizations that are already established, knowing that we have a very clear mission and understanding what other people do and seeing how we might be able to supplement that or make their mission more robust, getting you know the staff, the qualified candidates that they need into the positions that are impacting national security on a global level. That's wonderful. And you know, you mentioned content. That's that's an excellent way that organization that clearance jobs collaborates with our partners. And it's another way that organizations can sort of replicate in terms of employer branding is super important these days when it comes to reaching cleared talent. So collaborating with other organizations on content is an excellent way to build up your brand and leverage the following of maybe another brand that has a similar mission to to yourself. And like you said, Clearance Jobs certainly does that with the Intelligence and National Security Alliance and all of those other wonderful organizations that you noted. So let's dive in a little bit into why partnerships are so important in national security. You know, I spoke, I always speak from the recruiter perspective because that's my background and leveraging partnerships with things like boot camps or nonprofits that either help veterans obtain employment or help them to rebuild on a skill set or gain new skills. It's important for recruiters to leverage those partnerships because it can be a really great way to feed their candidate pipelines. But kind of talking from different perspectives, especially with your background, Jen, why are those partnerships so important in national security? Partnerships just in general are so important and multi-layered. I think that, you know, we've established you got to build you got to build the relationship before you can build the partnership. And I think that building relationships starts at the foundation of a company, you know, a family, whatever it is. If people are investing effort, time into their talent, so if that's maybe the recruiter base and really making them feel valued and heard and important, that's going to reflect in the talent's efforts forward. And they are then hopefully going to treat people like the company is then treating the talent. So the talent's then going to go forward and they are going to apply the same effort, you know, out into the, in the field. And I think that from what I've seen from our team, they really do apply that effort and understand that relationships are going to ebb and flow. You know, it's not always going to be 
I'm going to get, get, get. Sometimes it's going to be, I'm going to give, and that's how it works. And sometimes you're just connecting with people and helping them to develop a network. I think that for national security specifically, the partnerships are important, whether that's our recruiting talent, our sales, our marketing, because one thing I actually learned this last week from the Billington Cybersecurity Summit is that public-private partnerships are becoming a way of the future. And we are staffing up a lot of defense security firms through our recruiting, you know, our portal. And the government is making huge strides in leveraging the technological assets, intel, data, personnel that private industry is developing. And they understand that they don't actually have to create it to be able to utilize it. And so that same same thing goes with um, information that the government has gathered. You know, I just recently learned government is reviewing information very quickly now and working to figure out which information they can declassify so that they can share with private industry and that that information may be helpful in fighting off the adversary, especially in national security, cybersecurity situations. That partnership specifically can display how both entities play a pivotal but different role in ensuring national security. And I think that can be applied really over any industry, but you know, specifically national security. Sure. And you mentioned the government and industry. And I, I was I had another guest on the podcast and he came from he worked in the as a contracting officer, but he worked, you know, directly for the government in industry and then started his own company. And one thing that he said that really resonated with me is we're all on the same team. And so really looking at the government as a partner and the government doing the same to industry, I think is so important in moving forward, whether that be staffing, whether that be technology, whether that be how we how we manage procurement of goods and services, the way the government does that with industry. It's really important that we look at it as a partnership and that we're all on the same team because looking at it as, you know, the government isn't accepting my candidates or the government didn't accept my rates or my proposal. It's looking at it from a different perspective, I, I think is really important in sort of shaping the way that we move forward. And like you said, you know, combating our adversaries that are just continually going to grow and and sort of change the way that that they come at us. But how can organizations specifically better leverage partners in our industry just from what you've learned here at Clearance Jobs and along the way till you got here? I think that from my experience and specifically my time at Clearance Jobs, organizations can better leverage partnerships in this industry by building relationships, establishing trust, open and honest communication, and really understanding that no man is an island. No one can succeed alone. I have witnessed this a time and time again, but in a positive way within DHI clearance jobs. Everyone is so helpful and it is so refreshing and so unique. Everyone is so willing to support and collaborate and really that creates an atmosphere where you want to thrive and where you want to help others thrive. We live in a very competitive world and I think it seems pretty obvious that even with all the resources combined, we still wouldn't be able to be all the places, know all the things, or do everything that needs to be done in a national security setting or or any setting, really. But I think 
specifically for national security, I think unifying the strategy, collecting resources, and dividing efforts amongst partners really enables us to be in the most premier position possible to, like you said, combat the adversary. That, I think, leverages partnerships in the most genuine and authentic way. And I think that is hopefully the way of the future. Excellent. Well, we did mention some incredible partners that I just wanted to note again. Uh, the Intelligence and National Security Alliance, GovExec, Federal News Network, Soldier for Life, NSI. And so everyone needs to sort of think about the people within their circle or that might be touching their circle that you could serve and that they could serve you. And again, coming from a recruiter, you also need to leverage your other recruiters. Instead of thinking of them as your competition, you need to think of them as a potential pipeline for candidates that they may not need. So partnerships are very important. And Jen Magger is our partnerships manager, which we're so happy to have. I did want to give a space to tease to a conference that we're putting on that we would love our partners, our talent acquisition partners to join us at. Clarence Jobs Connect 22, the tickets are now on sale. So we're bringing our talent acquisition partners together. We're bringing in government. We're bringing in other industry leaders to talk about some of the issues that cleared recruiters face today because it is such a niche market. Any closing thoughts that you wanted to add here, Jen? I am just thrilled to be a part of the Clearance Jobs team. I am very excited to help build more partnerships. If anyone is interested in helping build more partnerships or being one of our partners, we would love to connect. And we understand that there are many organizations out there and there's space for all of us. So help us help you. We're here to invest effort, time, and attention into whatever it is that your organization offers, especially your talent. And we want your employees to take the same approach. You know, it's been said that people leave leave managers, not companies. So, you know, please invest in your talent. Like you said, and the recruiters work together and understand that building relationships is the, the foundation and the key to building solid partnerships. Wonderful. Well, thanks again for joining me, Jen. And for more on partnerships on better leveraging partners within the talent acquisition arena or any other sort of national security advice, visit news.clarencejobs.com. 